Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Podcast. I am Mike, and I'm Rusty. Rusty, we uh, we're we're feeling that like after the holidays letdown. I don't know about you. Yeah, but it was I'm like yeah, it. it's like the the wind down for the end of the year kind of feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we we did miss a week. You and I both got sick. Um, yeah, but, we did. We were we were feeling under the weather for sure. But we got we got rid of it, and we're back in action. We're ready to go. Uh, and this being a uh, that ain't right Friday, uh, we're gonna do some more guest stars this time from season yeah. two. Yeah, and there's some really good ones in season two. Like right out of the gate, the very first episode has uh, two really good guests. Oh yeah, yeah. The very first one, yeah. uh, how to fire a rifle without really trying. Angela Kinsey. As Angela. And, as Angela. Yeah, yeah. And Wallace Shawn as Philip Nguai. Nguai. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Wallace Shawn, uh, isn't he the guy from Princess Princess Diaries? Mm-hmm. Or what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Princess yeah, Diaries. Princess Diaries. Yeah. Inconceivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's also, I think he does a voice. He does. I think he does a voice on Toy Story as well. If I'm not oh, yeah. He does yeah, a yeah. lot of voices. He does the, uh, he does the, the, the T-Rex. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, he he's does the T Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Angela Kinsey from The Office. Yeah, The Office. Yeah, you gotta love some Angela Kinsey. They actually have a really good podcast. Her and uh, I can't remember her name, but the lady who plays Pam. Pam they they have their own Pam. podcast where Pam, they run Pam. through they run through The Office. I yeah. don't know if you've ever heard it or oh, not. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. Office ladies. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I would say that is the uh, best Office podcast. Uh, well, hands down, they get the, they give you the uh, you get all like the inside scoop with them, you know, that you don't really get with uh, a lot of these type of shows. That's true. Um, next up, we've got Texas City Twister uh, that has and uh, God bless me, uh, Neil Guntoyle. 
G-I-U-N-T-O-L-I. Yeah, as Weezy. I don't know. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine on that. And then Let's see if I can see his name here. Maurice LaMarche as radio announcer. So Maurice, Maurice, Maurice LaMarche. LaMarche seems to be a reoccurring uh, person. Oh, uh, he's, he's, he's brain. It, well, yeah, he, he's, he does brain and Pinky and the Brain. He does some Futurama right. characters. Uh, he, he does uh, Zap Brannigan. Zap Brannigan. No, he does. Uh, no, he doesn't do Zap Brannigan. Sorry, sorry. He does Kiff. Oh, Zach Brannigan, Kiff. Side, the yeah. assistant Kiff. Yeah, and then he plays a couple of other small characters on there too. And then anytime, I think there's an Orson Welles impression that they, somebody does on one of the episodes on the show, and right. that's him. He does a uh, he does a really good Orson Welles uh-huh. on uh, on Futurama apparently, but he's also done work on the Critic. Uh, he voiced 29 characters in one 30-minute episode. On Holy the crap. On The Critic, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever on watch the critic? the critic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the one that had, like, the shaky kind of, like, lines? Mm-hmm. Like, the lines were kind of wavy? No, The Critic was uh, John... Um, uh, Lovitz. John Lovitz. And he was, like, a movie critic. Um, oh, it, okay. So no, I never saw that one. The one I'm talking of, I can't remember even the name of it, but like the lines on it were real wavy for the whole show. Like the whole show you were watching, yeah. the the lines were just, I don't know. It was really weird animation. Yeah. Uh, the critic was, I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. And it had a lot of like celebrity type stuff. It, it reminded me, uh, of like a, that again. yeah, it reminds me of like a family guy or something like that. As far as the humor goes. Uh, I'm gonna have to run that back and watch that one. Yeah, I, I've seen here that uh, I know we're talking about King of the Hill, but it has uh, it has Nancy Cartwright in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so right, from that, that's enough for yeah. me to watch it. Yeah, uh, Bart Simpson. It's it's good stuff. It it uh, I really enjoyed I'll that show, and I was that was kind of one of the shows that uh, that really ticked me off when they canceled that. I don't even know what they replaced it with, but probably something that's not on anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably so. Next episode is Arrowhead. Maurice LaMarche again as John Lerner. So he is uh, yeah, definitely so a reoccurring voice. Well, at this time, this would be, you know, probably the height of like voice acting for him. This would probably be like one of the, he's he's doing Pinky and the Brain at this time. The critics, they're all around this time. Pinky and the Brain, the yeah. critic. Yeah. The very beginning of Futurama, because Futurama started in what, like 99? Yeah, something 2000, like Because I remember mm-hmm. it was around the millennial. That it started because it was that was a part of the hype of the show was the was the turning of the millennial. Oh yeah. So the next yeah. next episode we've got is uh, one of the uh, the one of my favorites is Halloween. Oh hold on, I, I don't want to interrupt you real fast, yeah. but I'm going to. So uh, <laughs> a, a fun a fun fact about Lamarche. I thought this would, this would be a cool fun fact to throw in there for him. Yeah. So there is a ride at Six Flags over Texas, which you and I both know to be in Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he voiced Yosemite Sam on a dark ride called Yosemite Sam and the Gold River Adventure. So if you ever ride that ride and you hear that voice, it's Maurice Lamarche. That's Lamarche. And it's still like immortalized. So it's it's like it started in 1992, and I believe that the ride is still going. So his voice is carried on for like 20 years on this Yosemite Sam ride. Wow. That's that's kind of cool. Um, you know the the other guy that I mentioned, this Neil. Um, how did he say his last name? Uh, Giantoli, maybe G I U N T O L I. What he, episode was he on? Well, again? he he was on Texas City Twister. Oh, uh, Texas City. Yeah, Twister. the one before okay. this one. 
Uh, but I felt yeah. bad because I didn't I didn't mention anything that that he would been in uh, that he had been in. He was on NYPD Blue, Ally McBeal. For the most part, he was uh, he's an actor in TV rather than just a voiceover. He's been Jeff oh, okay. Foxworthy show. He's been on. He's been in a ton of stuff. A lot of CSI. Are you Monk, talking about things like that? Jeff Foxworthy's abysmal uh, <laughs> sitcom. I mean, I like the. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I really like the uh, the blue collar comedy stuff. Yeah. But the one that I like, the two that I like the most were Bill Ingvall and uh, uh, they call me Tater Salad. That, yeah. I can't remember his name. Ron White. Yeah, Those are the Ron two White. that I like yeah. the most. I like their. I like their them two the most. I really didn't like the. You might be a redneck jokes. They just seem to uh, appeal to a one particular audience. They didn't have like a broad range of it. Like, well, you could listen to the humor from uh, you could listen to Ron White's stories and stuff like that. And they're sure it was like it was it was way better, you know, way better stuff than what's well, the same know, like blue collar trailer park crap. What's well, the same deal with with Larry the Cable Guy? You know, same kind of stuff. Um, it, it, it was one note. You know, there's just one note there, yeah, that's and that's kind of what it is. That was it, yeah. So. And, uh, I mean, I guess he made his millions because oh, you don't ever hear of him anymore. Definitely. You don't ever hear of him anymore. Well, so all I he had to do was money make, and got out of it. All he had to do was make cars. Nine, nine Cars movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Cars movies. That was enough for him. I, just being a table, because they, they had some some other ones that were pretty stupid. There was that one, Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector, Delta Farce, and mm. uh, Witless Protection. Mm. And then they put him on the Cars stuff. I think the Cars stuff is probably, that's probably where he made all Well, you know, I remember. Honest, probably the majority of his money. I remember him from way back. He used to do radio spots. Uh, like, he would be a character that, like, these morning zoo crews would call or whatever. I remember when I was a kid, yeah. he would he would come on those radio radio shows and do his Larry the Cable Guy act. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a long time ago, long time ago. Oh, fun fact: we I, I know this doesn't really this doesn't really matter, but uh, Larry the Cable Guy's hometown is actually Pawnee, Nebraska, which is oh, also really? a uh, which is also the the Parks and Recreation yeah. Uh, yeah. city. That's really fantastic. Uh, so yeah, we're, that is. That's a big old looping circle. Of, <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing to do with King of the Hill, but there you go. <laughs> we're up to uh, we're up to Halloween, and okay, Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, that's course, an actual great one. Yeah, of course the big one, Sally Field. Uh, Sally, Sally Field, Field is Junie Harper, and then you got deal, uh, Neil Giantoli again as second closer. So uh, oh, okay. uh, once again, this guy appears. Uh, next one up is Jumping Crack Bass again, uh, a, a favorite. Uh, it, there's, there were hardly any cartoons that, that allowed the characters to try crack, uh, before this happened. Yeah. Not, not very many uh, TV <laughs> shows were feeding crack to their, so, uh, yeah, no, not very many at you all. You had Dan Butler as the attorney. You had, uh, Brent Forrester as the dealer, but the big one was James Carville as the judge. Yeah, he was a judge. Yeah. James Carville. Yeah. James Carville, uh, known for being married to, uh, the big Democrat and him being the big Republican, uh, yeah, he, didn't he work for like Bush, both Bushes, and like Reagan and stuff? Yeah, he he ran he ran uh, a lot of the like uh, Republican campaigns. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he was a campaign guy. Yeah, he's a big campaign guy. Uh, oh yeah, wasn't he? Uh, what was his nickname? Wasn't he the uh, the raging Cajun? Raging Cajun, you got it. Yep, that's it. No, he was the Democrat. I thought I thought he was a Democrat, and his wife was the the Republican. Mm, I thought it was. Other yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it flipped around because they called him the Raging Cajun because he worked on uh, he worked on Clinton's. Oh, that's uh, right. He was on Clinton's. Yeah. And then right. Mary Madeline was her Mary name, Madeline. and she worked with Reagan, H W W, and she was a counselor to 
to Dick Cheney. I always wanted to call her Mary Matlin, but that's the the deaf deaf actress. Blind. Oh, the deaf. She's, she's just deaf. Dead, right? she's yeah. deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Husky Bobby. Uh, Husky Bobby. I, I love this one just because of the uh, the way that he goes down the runway and all that stuff. I think it's just a fantastic one. Uh, yeah, I love this one. Patricia Childress as Annie Menard and Crying Child. And then uh, Joanna Gleason as the receptionist and Steve Vinovich as the salesman. I don't really know any of those names other than Joanna Gleason. Uh, well, I know uh, I just went ahead and looked her up just to see who she was. Pat Patricia Childress. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually has two Emmys. Wow. Uh, she has worked on award-winning films, including As Good As It Gets, mm-hmm. Dead Man's Walk, a television film uh, by writer Larry McMurdy. Is, that's A Dead Man's Walk. It's a TV film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, independent projects at MTV and CBS. She was associated with the Dr. Phil show. Uh, okay. She helped develop and create Dr. Phil's Ultimate Weight Loss Challenge, which <laughs> broke daytime ratings records in 2003. Okay. So that's pretty obscure. And then she worked on the launch of model and TV personality Tyra Banks' program, The Tyra Banks Show. Oh. She earned two Emmys with The Tyra Banks Show in 2008 and 2009. And... Uh, that was in the outstanding talk show slash information category, and she was talk supervising slash, talk show slash information. That's a what yeah, a wonderful a category, category to be shows. in, right? Yeah, that's where Oprah probably reigned supreme. <laughs> what, uh, she what? was the supervising creative director for five years for the show. Wouldn't so it surprise the, the crap out of director, some of these yeah. shows if, like, an information show won? You know, just like <laughs> it's yeah, about, that would, that it's would about be, Alzheimer's be, or yeah. something. You know, just boom, there it <laughs> yeah. is. There uh, it is. I imagine 60 Minutes is probably on. That's probably like the 60 Minutes kind of. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe not. I keep well, no, thinking. That's like more of like a documentary. Well, it's like a documentary. I keep thinking infomercials for some reason, you know. Infomercials. Yeah. So, <laughs> imagine uh, an infomercial that lasted as long as a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. Able to win that category. So yeah. Steve Vinovich, uh, the other guy on here, he has been in. Okay. You talk about a guy who's been an actor for a long time. Uh, he was, he's been in, uh, I guess he was way back in Remington Steel, uh, Hill Street Blues, Cheers, Tales from the oh, Dark wow. Side, Mannequin, uh, Perfect Strangers, LA Law, Webster, Roseanne. I mean, this guy is like, oh, he's in a lot of TV. Oh, yeah. tons, yeah, tons of TV. Oh, Family Matters, Matlock, yeah. Step by <laughs> yeah, Step. I saying. like Step by Step. Star Trek, when Deep Space Nine. I mean, England, Step by Step was one of the shows that was uh, still on. It was still on TV really? around that time. Because uh, it uh, it was on the T, it was the TGI Friday lineup. This was, guy, uh, this guy, 1996. Family Matters, Beverly Hills 90210, yeah. Wayans Brothers, ER, Grace Under Fire, Malcolm and Eddie, Ali McBeal, King of the Hill. Uh, and, Raymond. Yeah, and then you get hey, you in. know Malcolm in the Middle is one of the shows that they're trying to revive. You know, they're, they're well, they're, they're Brian Cranston's trying to resi- revive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's I, I love saw. that show. I, I that. thought that show was fantastic. Hey, I love that show too. I thought it was yeah. amazing. I, well. Uh, that show, uh, one Peabody, seven Emmys, one Grammy, and seven Golden Globes. Mm. I don't know Golden that any Globe other show has ever done that. That's that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I don't know either. It was it was one of the best. It's got to be one of the best of all time for sure. It and, has to be one of the best of all time. And then what what has to be the pinnacle of his career? He was pre- principal Weeby on uh, Hannah Montana. So. 
Oh wow, yeah, that's yeah, got to be a lot of uh, be right controversy about Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, it's, it's been a trending topic. Yeah, well, everybody, it's kind of this is kind of old news, but one of the main producers of all those kids shows had like a foot fetish. Oh, and uh, <laughs> if you go back and look at a lot of these shows, uh, like. Uh, Sam and Cat with Ariana Grande and that one girl that was from the iCarly show. Yeah. iCarly show is one of them. And there's like a lot of weird scenes where they have their feet and they're just doing, you know, just weird stuff related to feet in these kids oh, shows. No. And uh, it kind of resurfaced, the drama resurfaced again because Nickelodeon has said that they want to move away from uh, female dominant characters in cartoons mm -hmm. because little boys won't want to watch them. Mm. kind of they're they're back on that kind of thing and it was funny because somebody from cartoon network i don't know if it was somebody actually affiliated with cartoon network or just a, a a parody twitter but they were post they posted a big huge like uh picture of all of the female protagonists in all of the uh cartoon network shows because cartoon network doesn't really shy away from they have they're all about animation more so than catering i feel like to a, a certain demographic uh, over the last like 15 years or so they got away from worrying about animation to worrying about targeting kids for animation yeah but uh from what i understand with all the new changes and stuff like that that's happened within cartoon network recently they're supposed to be bringing it back to focusing again on pure just purely focusing on animation to be consumed instead of targeting it just for kids or whatever so uh yeah nickelodeon a lot of drama with nickelodeon so it's it, <laughs> Maybe maybe let's not watch some of those Nickelodeon <laughs> shows. Next on our list, the man who shot Kane Scrittenberg. Uh, the, yeah, this has some good ones on it. Yeah, this it has some really, really does. Good ones. Yeah, it's got the three you main. Get, uh, you yeah, the... you get Jim Cummings again with Topsy. Mm -hmm. Jim Cummings is the, the the famous voice actor who uh, who does uh, a lot of Winnie the Pooh stuff. Uh, well, you got the three. A, he's, got... A, he's prolific. Yeah, sure. he you... does a, all of the Winnie the Pooh, Tiglet stuff, a uh, Tiglet, Tigger stuff. The main thing is is the three guys from Green Day. You've got uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. You've got Trey Cool, and you've got Mike Dirnt, uh, and then Greg Daniels playing Booby. The other person in the uh, in the band. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You get the you get the Green Day folks mm -hmm. uh, for the band. Yeah, yeah. which uh, there's a point in that episode where there's a song on TV uh, where Luann is fixing uh, Bobby's hair. Mm -hmm. The song is uh, called "Prosthetic Head," which is the final track from Green Day's '97 album Nimrod. Wow, that's cool. Which is something that I uh, I didn't get that last time when we ran through the show. So there you go. I, yeah. I don't think I did. I don't think I had that tidbit then. So there you go. A little pop for you guys. Yeah, the, the other person in this is Castillo Guerrero. I think I'm saying his first name correct. Castillo. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, mostly as an actor, though. Um, I mean, we're talking. He's an he's an Argentinian actor, yeah. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, he was Purge. in the Usual Suspects. Yeah, he he's been he's been That's in a, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Burn Notice, did a lot of TV, of course. CSI Miami, 
uh, things like that. So uh, he is he oh, is Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. That's supposed to be a really good web series. I've never seen it, but I've heard good things about it. He does a voice on it. Oh yeah. Uh, the next one is the sun that got away and there's only one, uh, uh, guest star on this, but, uh, one of the funniest guys, I think, uh, that that's been around, uh, John Ritter as Eugene Grandy. Oh, John Ritter. Yeah. I really, uh, that's, that's one of those ones we get, we lost too, too soon. I feel like, yeah. uh, in, in comedy, I don't know. He just, uh, you get a real good feel watching his 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 comedy, uh, specifically the show that he did right before he died, the teenage daughter show that he had. Yeah, I, I remember watching that just because he was on it, and I don't know. It's just when you watch him, you just don't you can't you can't feel like you can't help but smile. It's kind of like the the Norm Macdonald feel, you know what I mean? Oh like, sure. They just seem like super sweet people. Like, like you, they just, you, mm-hmm. you could tell that the people that they were around, if you were upset or you were sad, they were trying to do anything they could to, to make you feel better about whatever was going on. That's what I like about him. He has that kind of quality when you're watching him. John Ritter was just one of those guys that became a really good actor too. You know? Um, I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, there's absolutely. nothing better than John Ritter and Sling Blade. You know I mean? That's yeah. Just... That's what I was going to, I was going to mention that. Yeah. Sling Blade, which yeah. is funny. Cause I think in a, in a seat, in an episode in this season, uh, you get an episode with Billy Bob Thornton and Dwight Yoakam in it, so it's oh, kind of funny. Yeah. You get John Ritter, and then in a couple of episodes, I think you, I think you get a. I'm pretty sure there's an episode in this season with with those two in it. But well, when did yeah, Sling Blade uh, come out? Um, oh, Sling Blade ninety six. Sling Blade ninety six. So yeah, yeah. it'll be like right around this time. It'll be yeah. right around this time. So it makes and, you... and I imagine with uh, with with you got to think. Uh, you got to think Mike judge who like, you know, all think of what he creates. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a, I feel like that would be a movie. I'm not going to speak for him, but I feel like that would be a movie that he would be like, he would be drawn to based on his, you know, the stuff that I've watched that Mike judges created. I just wonder if that would be something. I just wonder if these guys met here, you know, I mean, cause, cause I don't know that John Ritter and Billy Bob Thornton would be hanging out in the same circles otherwise, you know? Yeah, you did. well, I don't know. That's that's what that uh, when I talked to uh, whenever we had the interview with the uh, Jay and Nicole, that was kind of one of the things they said. It's like everybody's kind of worked with everybody if you've been in the industry. So maybe maybe they did kind of know each other. Or yeah, something. maybe so. But either way, either way, uh, that movie couldn't have been a better put together movie. And I think the fact that uh, Billy Bob Thornton, that's like his magnum opus. You know what I mean? He, oh yeah. He he, he helped write it. The short that they made is a pretty good short because there was a short before there was the movie. They had like a little test thing that they did with it. And uh, then he decided he wanted to run with the show. But it's that creepy scene at the beginning where the guy is talking about a transvestite. Mm -hmm. And uh, he uh, that is the the original skit is is that is him talking to, to the girls and telling them the story. And then uh, that guy talking crazy like that to him. That's the the very beginning of the the short too, which is also the beginning of the movie. But that's a that's one of my probably top five favorites, honestly. Oh, Forrest yeah. Gump, Forrest Gump, Sling Blade. That's like that's like top tier film. That's an afternoon for you, right there. Uh, oh, easy afternoon too. Yeah. So the Tomb, next add Tombstone in there. And that's a weekend almost. <laughs> Tombstone. Uh, the next one, and this is going to be our last one, so we'll have to do this in two parts for season two. Yeah, yeah, part two. Yeah, season um, two is really, really long. Of course, yeah, we it is. There's a lot. There's like a, a lot. Twenty plus. It's like twenty plus episodes. But yeah. this is this is a big one. Uh, the Company Man. Uh, it. Oh had, yeah, that's yeah. A big one. You're right. Uh, Billy West uh, uh, as Mr. Holloway had M. Yep. Emmett Walsh as Buck Strickland, who um, 
M. Emmett Walsh, uh, all-time actor, like from way, way back. Uh, then you had Stockard Channing, which Stockard Channing. Oh, I know exactly who Emmett Walsh is. Mm-hmm. Emmett Walsh is the train driver on Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what that, that's funny. That's the only one I can remember him from outside of uh he did a a voice on a movie that okay, it came out in uh, came out on my birthday, August the 6th, 1999. It was The Iron Giant. Mm. He does a voice on that. So that's where I recognize him from is that and from uh uh Wild Wild West. The uh, and uh the Iron quote Giant. unquote that that's a beautiful movie. Iron that's Giant a is there, uh, Iron Giant's one of my wife's favorite movies. I had a, a painting commissioned for her. Oh, of the Iron oh wow! Giant. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to show me a picture of that. I want to see that. Yeah, it's I, a cool. I, that's painting. one of my. That's one of my top five animated films. But you got you, you got to have your categories and your genres of your top fives. That's definitely one of my top five animated movies. Emmett Walsh is one of those guys. He had like a 60 year career. I mean, the guy has been. Oh in, yeah, yeah. He's been in TV and movies since you know since Jesus was walking around. So uh, I'll, I'll quote, I'll quote Roger, e, uh, Roger Ebert here. He said that no movie featuring either Harry Dean Stanton or M Emmett Walsh in a supporting role can be altogether bad. So there that's you go. true. From that's the, true. Because you from get to the, watch them from the yeah. all and he's still alive too. So, uh, yeah, you know, he don't uh, take him too don't take him too soon from his guys. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, he's been in, he's been in just, I mean, good God, you look at the stuff that he's been in. Um, oh, from 1969, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Just yeah. the film that he's been in. Just he was so in. Much. I mean, the Planet of the Apes. He was a part of the Planet of the Apes series. <laughs> he was in the Jerk. Uh, the for Airport God's 77. Sake. The Jerk. Yeah, the Jerk. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Blade Runner. First. That's a good one. Blade Runner. First. I don't recognize a lot of these because I'm 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 only so old. I remember him in George. He was George Henderson. Yeah, that's one I remember. Oh, yeah. Him in. Yeah. He was I, George uh, Henderson. Um. My my favorite quote from the jerk: uh, First, I'm in the phone book, and now I'm on your ass. So uh, yeah, that's, my, <laughs> that's my favorite quote. Uh, well, he was in uh, that weird Romeo and Juliet film with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and was it Kate Winslet that he did that with? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe so. I don't no, know. no, no. It was Claire. It was Claire Danes. <laughs> it was Claire Danes. No, it was just a really. The reason why I remember it is because. Uh, it was around that. I mean, it was like, I think it came out when it came out, it came out in 1996. Well, I remember like in like sixth grade, I was like real into reading poetry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the teacher somehow managed to get it approved or just didn't care and just played the movie. So we got to watch Romeo and Juliet. Cause it's the actual, it's, it's the actual Romeo and yeah, Juliet. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the actual the thing. Whole just actual original play. Those times, yeah just really like i really thought it was cool and they're like put down your sword and they're sitting there pointing guns at each other mm-hmm. so as a kid mm-hmm. you were just like you know i was really hyped for the movie as a teenager you know a young preteen it was a really good uh really good movie uh and then uh, stalker channing uh one of my favorites uh she has been yeah, in, she's one of my favorites she's been in a ton of stuff she she had her own yeah, show Rizzo. she had her own show on fox uh for a while um that was, she did. Stockard yeah, Channing had yeah, a show. Yeah, I need to find that. I gotta, I got, you know, I gotta go back and put that on the list of things I need to go go back she and watch. Is, I remember her specifically on, of course, Greece. Mm-hmm. But there's a a movie that my wife loves to watch. Uh, it's with, uh, damn, I can't remember what her name is. It, it it's a movie about the chick that got pregnant and lived in a Walmart. Like her boyfriend leaves her at the Walmart or whatever. Oh yeah. And uh, we, and she she played Queen Amidala. I can't remember her name. Oh my gosh. I, well, whatever her name is, uh, that's Stockard Channing's in that movie too. That's one of that's one of uh, 
my wife's favorite movies. But the big and one it's here kill me what the name of that is. The I big screamer. The big one here right, is MF Thatherton, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds playing MF Thatherton. Oh, yeah. Um Burt Reynolds has been in some of the some of the really good movies, and Burt Reynolds has been in some really bad movies. Um, yeah, he's been in some corny, corny movies. But I guess uh, you know, when you're been in movies as long as he has and I'm sure, you know, he didn't have the best of spending habits in, in, at some parts of his careers. You got to, you got to get uh, where the heart is, is the name of the there movie I was talking go. about. There Natalie go. Portman and Stockcar Channing, Ashley Judd and Joan Cusack. There you go. Yeah. That's that's this all-star cast. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't, uh, Burt Reynolds. So for me, I guess my favorite movie that I really like of Burt Reynolds is The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Best Little Whorehouse in that's Texas like, is great, but uh, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite movies. The first, the first Smoking the Bandit is 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 probably oh Smoking the Bandit, yeah. That's probably that's like like his pinnacle. You know, I mean, he did a lot of stuff after that, and he did a lot of stuff before it. But I mean, when you when you put a movie on his tombstone, it's going to be Smoking the Bandit, I would think. Yeah, I, I think so too. It'd be Smoking the Bandit, definitely. I don't think it's going to uh, be Sharky's Machine. I don't think it's going to be. Well, I don't know Deliverance. The yeah because that was that was, his, that was his real breakthrough so deliverance you know deliverance and then uh and then of course his defining role in uh boogie nights so nights, yeah <laughs> well uh i did like uh the original longest yard that was okay yeah that that's true good. longest yard's good yeah i'm just saying he's yeah. been in some good stuff i mean gator um uh, he, but been we in... could go back and probably name some corny stuff you know navajo joe <laughs> oh yeah yeah, he's been in. He was he was in just about anything he could be in uh, in the late eighties, nineties. Uh, anything that got he was trying to hold on to his relevance from the seventies all well, the way through the eighties. And you, <laughs> you see that with a lot of guys, you know. I mean, uh, Bruce Willis is one of my all time favorites, but he's made some real crap. Uh, but oh, at was, the very end, for sure. Yeah, and I, and 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 now we know why he was in because people were. Actually, it was the uh, the Razzies, isn't, it the, isn't that what they're called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The the ones that do the, the or is that is that for porn? Is no, 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 porn? no, no, no. Razzies it's is not. regular. Yeah, Razzies. Okay, You're I was making Brazzers. sure because I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the Razzies even rescinded an award that right. they give out, right? Because that once his condition was released, which is sad to hear, and you know we, we were losing another great a great actor because he really played in some really good stuff, obviously. Uh, one of my favorites of his was the, uh, oh, what is it? The, the ones with the assassins. It's like they're all assassins or something. It was like kind of one of his. Oh, you mean those 33 movies that he made that had assassins in it? No, I don't think it was the 33 (laughs) ones. Never mind. It was the one with, uh, Matt, uh, what's his name? I just remember him from, he's, he's always going to be moonlighting to me. You know, the guy from moonlighting. Yeah. Moonlighting. Yeah. I, 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 uh, that was a little bit before me. Yeah, so I, I really that. missed that one. But you know, the but thing- for me, it was like Twelve Monkeys, The Fifth Element, Armageddon, oh, sure. The Sixth Sense, sure. all that stuff. Uh, Red. That was the one I was thinking of. Red and Red Two. Those are the two. Oh ones yeah, Assassins. He, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know the, yeah, yeah. the thing that the, the Last Boy that, Scout. That was a that was a really good one. The thing that I completely forgot about with with Burt Reynolds was Evening Shade. It was a TV show that he had on for almost a hundred episodes. I mean, the guy was on for a long time. That was a CBS. Who was, who was, was the one? Did he? He wasn't Knight Rider, was he? No, 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 no. Who was Knight no, Rider? That's, who played, uh, who played that's, in Knight Rider? That's the man who eats hamburgers off the floor. 
David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was David Hasselhoff. <laughs> was yeah. The, Michael Knight, team Knight Rider. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I keep, okay. I keep seeing this and this has nothing to do with that. I just, just said hamburger, but I keep watching these news bloopers, right. To, to go to sleep. And I, I got to tell you, yeah. they don't make enough news bloopers, by the way. Um, no, they don't. I, I did a quick shout out to news bloopers. I was watching a, a reel the other night that I hadn't seen. And guess who pops up in, in the middle of that reel? It's Pete. Oh, it's Pete uh, Sousa, just right oh, in the middle Pete of the. Sousa? Right in the middle oh wow! Yeah, he's famous. Yeah, Pete Sousa's real. famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, I I keep watching Known them all over the world, and and I keep seeing this one, and this this only has to do with hamburgers. But uh, this guy throws it to the the the, the female anchor there, who's going to talk about traffic or something, and he goes, and now to the hamburger. And he switches over to her, and she's got this black and white top on. And it's just so <laughs> cruel. <laughs> it's just oh, so, that's funny. It's that's not good. even a blooper. It's a guy just being a jerk. <laughs> but it was very good. All right, that man. Well, good. that is uh, that's it for this one. Uh, I think Alrighty. we've I think we've uh, uh, probably bored enough people out. Uh, but uh, this is. Uh, guest stars, and we did season two, part one. Yes, um, season two, part one. Yep, we did uh, How to Fire a Rifle Without Really Trying all the way up through The Company Man, and uh, we'll pick that back up another Friday. Um, you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us anywhere at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. You could also, uh, we have a link tree now, so you go to link tree, uh, that's link tr.ee slash b-w-a-a-a-k-o-t-h and that has all of our links there and uh you can also go over to roguemedianetwork.com and catch us too uh also i've only got one submission so far so by default the guy will win the shirt if nobody else <laughs> wants to do it uh I, I can't not send him a shirt for for being the only one to do it but we have one ai generated uh story story so yeah. far so yeah we need some more don't forget to get those submissions in it's b-w-a-a-a-k-o-t-h at gmail.com don't forget to get those submissions in while you can yeah uh, any, otherwise this any, guy's gonna win a shirt any ai not, story so. submission and as long as it doesn't have anything to do with sex um yeah no sex i don't think the terms of service <sighs> on those uh ai generations let them do that anyway so they might be able to make something erotic but it won't be like super <laughs> sexual there's it won't let you say penis or anything or like that it won't on let the, you on say the prompts penis. yeah uh, so well, that's so good you won't be able to say penis that's good you might be able to say member <laughs> they might be able to say junk. member or or junk cool. or uh all what those Western, those little cheesy Western uh, porn books have uh, some really good terminologies for cheesy Western porn books. What are you talking about? Uh, that other podcast that you guys have. Oh, you're now. talking about bustles and bangers. Boobies and, oh, bustles and bangers. <laughs> I was going to say titty tassels and whiskey. I don't know what you called it. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was yeah, called. That one has not started yet, but it will. It will start after the first. Oh, well, there you go. Year, That's a yeah. teaser. There you go, guys. That's a teaser for the start of the year uh, for bustles and bangers, which talks. It's a. It's a. Uh, or titty discuss, and whiskey, whichever. Yeah, titty twirlers and whiskey, where they discuss. Uh, yeah, it's a married Western couple. romance novels. It's a married so, couple, yeah. and they they read uh, trashy romance novels and to each other. It's it's. I think uh, it's gonna be funny. It's a lot yeah. more than you think it is. So, um, all right. Well, that was great, man. I uh, I appreciate you coming in and doing this uh, last minute. Uh, and uh, happy New Year yeah, to problem. you, and happy New Year, happy New Year to, to you to everybody out there. And we and will happy New Year to all y'all. Yeah, man, and we will pick it back up. Uh, uh, starting on Monday. 
2023. Yep. In 2023, be ready, guys. We're going to hit it hard and heavy in 2023. Oh, okay. All right. It's good to see you all. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.